What's up, people? This is episode 196. <laughs> 196, 195, who gives a shit? This is my boy, Burn. Burn, the Thrill Norman filmmaker, freaking musical recording artist, God knows what else. Buckle up, gentlemen and ladies. The episode starts right now. What up, B? Yeah. What's good, man? <laughs> Guess what? Oh, Burns in the house. What's up, guys? But uh, this is um musical recording artist, multiple albums, man. You were just you got some you had some pretty good singles that hit number one on on various charts. Um, you you did a, a whole bunch of gothic films that uh that I really really liked and appreciated. So welcome welcome to um bootleg man, they bootleg. Yeah, I was gonna say welcome to my world, but you know we've been part of each other's world for quite some time. So here we are, you know where um and and we just I guess we just keep that son bitch rolling, right? We pick up where we left off and and there it is right so so b we have some fun to talk about right we're not gonna talk about we'll talk a little bit about volleyball if we want to all right we're not gonna talk about chicken heads right how, how you do the chicken heads how do the chicken heads talk again how do they how do, you do that <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Just talking heads, man, for the people who know us. So, Burn, we're going to talk about movies. We have very various topics, all right? So, we uh, uh, some of the topics for movies are, I mean, it's nothing serious, right? It's, it's all fiction at the end of the day, and some are best based on a true story, but we're going to go unserious and serious as far as movie lovers are concerned. So, let's start with topic one. Let's start with the most unserious thing, okay? We're going to do... Okay. Um, I guess we're going to uh, um actually fuck it let's just read the teleprompter <laughs> yeah, the genius of the creation <laughs> I'm cheat sheet too Oh <laughs> uh, no the genius of the creation is what uh, um scary films and uh scare, you know scares the crap out of you uh, we have there's a lot of classic films, you know, the godfather of all of them, uh, slashers oh. like Psycho. You got deep thoughts that were put in movies that are pure genius. Alfred Hitchcock, the mastermind. This is actually your heading, not mine. So I'm going to start over. <laughs> so, yeah, Alfred Hitchcock, man. Yeah. You know, when I saw them, yeah. when I saw the movie version with um, what's his name that played um, as Alfred Hitchcock and the mastermind of all of that, it was very impressive to me. And, you know. Because you don't see behind the scenes of what's going on in their lives. You know, you see the, just the success of what's going on with him mm -hmm. and how he's making like, I remember when I was a kid, you know, you see the Alfred Hitchcock TV shows and yeah. then he had the movies and I was just like, yo, Psycho brought that slasher yeah. and that's where everybody followed suit from there. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the genre we wish to explore first. Topic number one. My teleprompter is shot, so I'm just going to fake it till I make it. I'm going to pretend I'm reading off a teleprompter. There are a lot of horror films that leave a lasting impression from the moment you see those films to the day you die. You see Freddy Krueger, you're going to have some problems going to sleep. You're, dreaming is already out of the question. Don't like, Not a slasher horror film person? How about Jaws? 
see see the original jaws a lot of people didn't even want to go back in the water right mm -hmm. uh friday the 13th nobody wants to go camping and for sure nobody wants to have sex and in, in a place where there's where where it's in the middle of the woods so these things kind of mess you up for life and we both know like if we want to go extreme or like just like how can i put it horror film enthusiast or purist i'll go so far as to see no evil starring kane if kane stood in front of me i would shit myself i would yeah. shit my pants but that's not what this topic is about Vern. <laughs> this topic is about the less intimidating ones this topic is about the horror film villains where you look at them and you look at your friend and you say are you fucking shitting me that that that's it that that's 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 what i'm supposed to be running away from that's the one that's going to traumatize me for life so burn we're going to do a top three who are your top three least intimidating horror film villains i'm going to go three to one you can go one to three the F bernard norman the floor is yours let's go well let me tell you right now jay and my top three <laughs> now the prime minister <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so he goes, wait, wait, sorry, let me actually wait, wait, wait. Before you go, I gotta do the clock. I gotta do we got 60 seconds and whatever spills over, right? We could spill over and talk about that. So don't worry too much about wait, the wait, wait. the unintimidating or the intimidating? The least intimidating. Least intimidating. Okay, we got the you. ones where you look at them and you're just like this, look. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Are you serious? Okay. You you do have that list though, right? Did it? We didn't yeah, I got the list. All right, cool. All right, burn one minute. Go. So I got the main killer, Sore, the guy that does it. You know, he mm -hmm. come with me with that pig outfit. I'm like, I'll beat your ass right here. You come with me with that outfit. <laughs> and you know, you're in New York City too. So come on. Then there he is. Look I at the, look at the picture. Look at the picture. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go, who, then, who else? I got. Then I got the Omen. You know. Actually, here's the kid. Where's the kid? Do I have the, the omen? Shit. I don't have him. I'll get him. But the omen, you know, you know that, that song of Damien. Man, I'll take that kid. Get your ass over here. Thank you. Eat his Thank ass. You. Yeah, whoop that behind. Get out of here with that. Yeah. Right? Go, third go somewhere the, with that. <laughs> no, all right. Nobody know about Vincent Price, so I put the remake of the fly with Jeff Goldblum. Oh, go, 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 boom, go, what, 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 what the hell his name is? So I put it up with him. I said, if he come near me, I have my sword ready. I just split him. There it is. Look, look, look. <laughs> come on. No, but listen, as the horn honks, right? And your, your time's up. Um, uh -huh. This is the kid from the Omen. Come <laughs> on, right? We supposed to be scared of that? We, yeah, we like, supposed to be scared of that? Put him over your knee. Makes you believe in corporal punishment all over again. <laughs> right? All right. So, if I may, uh, I'm yeah. going to go a minute and we're definitely going to talk about this. Okay? So, mine, as we uh, go to our minute, let's, let's start the clock. Mine is Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lamb. This dude singing Goodbye Horses, tucking his penis between his legs. Will you fuck me? Will you fuck me? You know what I would do? I'd slap the shit out of him. I'd throw him in that hole. And you know what I would say? It puts the oh. lotion. Here he is. It puts the lotion in the basket or it gets the hose again. Okay? You put the fucking lotion in the basket. All right? So my number two is Chucky. 
I'm sorry. Chucky might have a mean face, and, but really at the end of the day, he just looks like an ugly baby. We grew up in the hood. We've seen plenty of ugly babies that look just like this. Look at this, Burn. Look, let me tell you something. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. Scott Norwood missed wide right, but I'm telling you, I make sure that kick goes right through the uprights if my football is Chucky. All right? Now, my number one. This is everybody's number one. Say, oh. say a prayer for the youth of America. Burn, burn, burn. This dude, burn. If this dude comes up with you in a, with a knife, skinny and frail as he look, I don't care if he got skills with a knife. If you have an aluminum bat, you taking a bat to his knees and you are taking your freaking time with this dude. I swear Not to God even. and Sonny Jesus, ghost face killer. I'm going to be, when I see him with a knife looking at me with that inquisitive, that ironic look, you know what I'm going to do? Um, in fact, I'm gonna put the camera on you. What's your reaction first? Jay, we're fucking New Yorkers. We need to be ass mask. We're gonna be like, really? Really? <laughs> like, well, I guess you don't like scary movies. <laughs> now. Right away. <laughs> oh my God. Do we have some honorable mentions? I'd like to go first on honorable mentions. I was not intimidated. If you saw like the first two Friday the 13th, right? It was Jason Verhoer's mom least intimidating person just and throw her in the lake right make let her drown jason with the little kkk flag on his head you know instead before he had the hockey mask uh, uh mm -hmm. any anyone that has to walk after you i, I think i could be I'm, i mean look do you remember back in the 80s they would walk after the girl and the girl would like yeah. trip oh my oh my ankle oh, oh i can't run or, or she's in a car with a car that's just like come on come on come on come on come on no no better yet she's in a car she's like this like <laughs> That's right, holding him up. <laughs> Shut up. No, but listen. In Halloween, like the yes. second Halloween movie, she kind of did, Jamie Lee Curtis kind of did that. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yes, but I love when Michael got shot in Halloween. Like he shot, shot once, twice, and Michael's like, "Ow, ow, ow!" And the dude kept shooting. That's what you're supposed to do with people who are supposed to walk after you, bringing a knife to a gunfight. Shoot him, okay? Oh and if he comes God. back, tell him you got some more ammo for him. But go ahead. Did you count how many times from the first movie and the second movie? Like they continued it all from the second movie when he got shot. Mm -hmm. Did you count how many times he got shot? He got shot. They kind of messed up. They did. Yeah. They did. They did. <laughs> I but, shot him seven times. Now here's He's a human. Now, Burn, here's what gave me cause to pause. What gave me cause to pause was that in 2005, when they started making the remakes, mm -hmm. like Jason from the remakes was not some guy walking after you. That dude was on some performance enhancing oh, drugs. That know. was some Jason on some steroid shit right there, dude. Yeah. With a knife running at you as fast as he can, slashing dudes. So I'm like, okay, uh, I can't put Jason in that category anymore. And Michael Myers too. Both of those guys were, um, it's, it's like the zombie films. Remember the zombie films where, uh, they would walk after you, uh, all broken up. And then you watch like Dawn of the Dead, there's some cardio zombies. Yeah, I know, right? right? So, so, so you can't in good conscience say, right? Uh, <laughs> you be sitting there, so you, what shit is this? <laughs> so you can't 
say in good conscience, right? That 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 you're not scared of zombies. You you got to cite the movie. You got to cite the time, and and that got muddled up. And none of those would make my top three, especially with a, a list as obvious as ours. Uh, I, I I love your Damien the Omen one. Uh, come on, no, come on. I got one better. Go Living the movie Shocker. Yes, yes. <laughs> the guy walking around. I'm coming for you. I'm okay. coming with his crippled leg. Come a little closer. Yeah, come a little closer. I got something for you. Remember the part where he jumped in the little girl and she... <laughs> that was the funniest part of the whole movie. <laughs> oh, man. You got to give it to the classic 80s and yes. 90s, man. Yeah. You got to give it to them. And I like... And look, I got to give Scream credit, all right? He's my least intimidating character, but consistent with slash films, like all of the uh, tenants that's supposed to go with that, that are designed to scare the shit out of teenage girls, I think they did that part, right? I think, you know, there are some teenage girls that, I mean, you're in the theater. We were old enough to watch that in the theater, and there were people screaming, right? Uh, um, you know I'm a little jumpy, too, so I got, I mean, look, I wasn't scared, but you know I'm going to be like, you know, you've been with scary movies when you're looking at me like, what the hell? No, but you look at me like, yeah, I, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> so but our uh, scream was certainly worth making right uh, um first one the first yeah. and second one I, yeah that's the, the only ones I especially the whole thing about why sequels suck right second one was making i like that little subcategory that subplot of them going over movies where you're trying to find a good sequel it's like what, what about return of the jedi that's a trilogy you know and yeah actually since we're still on this subject before we jump off which second movie was better than the first one? I, I Friday the Thirteenth. The second one was definitely better than the first one. I uh, like um, the space one of Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. I like the one. I think that was the last last one yes. when they went into space. Mm -hmm. I I kind of liked it because it was a different than you know you. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, you still get the woman's that you know show the boobs and everything. And you just well, like okay, that, and she mean, had no yeah. nipples, but she had boobs. <laughs> Can't and, have a scary movie without boobs. <laughs> yeah, well, of course not. You know, yeah. that's, that's pretty much what it all was done like that in the 80s. But I like the plot how they went into space and they showed like a buff Arnold Schwarzenegger version of Jason now. And I was Ooh. like, God damn, look at his look. Just, he's, he's a piece of... <laughs> God, all, we call well, let's just call him Swole Up Jason. <laughs> Those swollen ninja turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I do like Aliens. That was a sequel to Alien. But Aliens, Aliens, right? The second one, which is plural, right? Uh, it mm -hmm. wasn't Alien 2, it was just Aliens, right? Um, mm -hmm. It turned, so the first one was sci fi horror, right? But the second one was just more, the second was really more simply sci fi. Right, mm -hmm. they got guns mm -hmm. and there's a whole bunch of aliens. Shoot the aliens, this and that. And it was more like that. Remember that movie with the bugs or whatever, where you had to kill all the bug people. Uh, um, one little one star movie, but I really liked it. Um, um, the bugs. Trying they to had to kill giant bug people, and there's the military, or whatever. And um, Michael, I think it's Michael Ironside was the lead. The the guy um from. Um, I gotta look back on that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, but man, that but great tribute, good good job, good job for us in, um investing into this new category that we both know is original because I don't think anyone's ever come up with like the least intimidating ones. It uh, no, so big, is, yeah, it's uh, like no one's no one's everyone's yeah, come up like, with the, everyone's gone the other way with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, I would run if I was so it's such a monkey ass down somewhere. What do you mean you'll run? Beat his ass. Thank you. <laughs> 
It puts the lotion in the basket. Man, fuck out of here. <laughs> come here, come down, bring your ass down here. Yes. I'm gonna show you what I put in the goddamn skin. Yes. I'll show you what I put in the skin. <laughs> yep. He be hosing me. I'm like, yes, I needed a bath. I've been here for three straight days. Give me the hose. Give me, can you give me some soap too? <laughs> I wouldn't be like, I wanna see somebody. No, I'm just like, bring your ass down here and put the lotion on me. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> all right so my brother let's mm -hmm. go to a category that's a little bit more um uh not just relatable but closer to heart to us okay oh, so i am going we're going to talk about superheroes we are going to talk about superheroes that we like uh superheroes that we dislike but let's start with the baseline you got 60 seconds i got 60 seconds and the question is which superhero do you most closely identify with? Uh, you went first on the last one. I, uh, let me go first on this one as my, my, my thing just froze. That's nice. That's cool. Um, that's so mine. Well, they're not going to not just not going to give me the picture. All right. I'll put it in on the edit. All right. So 60 seconds for me. Mine is Captain America, right? When you look at some of the traits of Captain America, Brooklyn born, grew up in a poor neighborhood, you know what I'm saying, had emotional investment in his close friends, his best friends, they grew up together, they're still friends, like Bucky was a childhood friend, right? Consider the fact that he's, he served in the military in a, in, a, in a wartime situation, very much like me. He Consider mm -hmm. the fact that he got a battlefield promotion, I actually got battlefield promotions, not to officer or whatever, but the most important thing, as I got 30 seconds left, I'm not going to need all 30, is that the thing that we share is he has a knack for running towards trouble when trouble happens where people run away and it's this thing that's not taught you and, and you're not thinking about like i'm doing this to be a hero you just kind of do it and i really really closely identify with that because my whole life even when i was scared i, I grew up I'm a scared mama's boy but i would always do the best i could to run towards a problem instead of running away from it and though x-men almost any x-men could, could be an identifiable character with me because you know i'm born mixed half black half white and mutants are like people who are feared and hated because they don't they're not understood i could identify with almost all pretty much every x-men category but make mine captain america uh burn floor is yours buddy <clears throat> mine is who's right behind me right now um batman is everything to be for me because i grew up idolizing this character no i mean i'm not like everybody else that go on the street and be like i'm batman no i'm just like i just the fantasy of batman you know like his pretty much his parents got killed but right. my parents they passed away on a different reasons but you know the intelligence and everything on batman you know i love how he can outdo anybody else with powers and right. he doesn't have powers. So let's just think about that. We all know that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's kind of like how I felt with volleyball. You know, everybody was like, I'm powerful and spiking and everything. So I said, I'm going to think. I'm going to outdo you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I'm going to do. And pretty much I've done that in the past of playing volleyball. So that's why I kind of like, I feel some way how Batman does things. And that's why I think about like, okay, what would he do in this matter? I know. It may sound childish, but it kind of like that's what I grew up on, you know. Like, yeah, like listen, Batman. yeah. Here's a here's a good picture of him too. Like, um, uh, uh, the best Batman thing I could find. That's that's a very strong. Like, awesome game. like, if you look at the eyes, the eyes are very determined, like yours. Like, uh, uh you have mm -hmm. a determined look when you're in a volleyball court. Uh, um, 
the crazy thing is the only big the biggest glaring difference between you and batman is batman like in the battlefield he knows who his friends are and like you when you're in the volleyball court you ain't have no friends <laughs> like no, if I, I like if i was playing you that day what's up burn you like shut up <laughs> you know so so it's it one of those things where where um i'd always see batman when i come to you batman's behind you batman mm -hmm. is in you batman is 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 a lot of the things in which you centered a lot of a lot of your films your, your short films around which which um I'm I'm happy to report got each one got was a little bit better, right? You you do that yeah. first couple of films and you look back and you're like, that was a high, you know, and I wish I could have done more better. And then the next yes. one's better, right? And then the next one's better and the next one's better and 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 there you were and there you are, right? Just trying to be a little bit better version of yourself uh, through this, but you used the one thing that you most identified with uh, uh, to start it. Which is Batman, you know, which is which I thought I think is terrific. I, I think it's right. absolutely terrific, Burn. Um, what so else? I need to finish it though. <laughs> let's um, let's do some honorable 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 mentions. Maybe superheroes we grew up wanting to be before before we change. If you were always a Batman guy, that's not your category. But like, no. But like, I grew up X Men. I had, in fact, from 1983 to 1994, I have every single X title from that 11 year period in crates, cardboard and plastic in my um in my little closet, my little Harry Potter closet. Still have them, haven't opened them, you know, um and and I and everybody watching this podcast can know that if someone teases you cuz you're different or treats you different cuz you're different or has this this fear and wants to lash out at you probably because they don't understand and there's a little bit of uh, uh, apprehension that goes with that. Um, right. You live in this world that you're sworn to befriend, and in the X-Men's case, protect uh, a yeah. world that fears and hates you. There's so, like, I grew up with mixed parents, so I've been called every name under the book. If you have, you grew up in, on Flatbush, half black, half white, you're going to be treated different until you, you um, literally fight your way into acceptance, right? At the mm -hmm. end, we're all friends, but it wasn't always that way. Gary <laughs> yeah, Burn, you had a thought. No, see me. Oh, as a kid, two things. Yep. Force. They, they, back then they were called in America. They called Battle of the Planets. Mm -hmm. In Japan, they called Gotcha Man. It was five teenagers, mm -hmm. and they looked like birds, and they fly around, whatever, whatever. And that was like my huge favorite. And then, of course, it was Adam West and Batman. But this was my big time favorite. I don't know, I'm gonna go back. Nice. Oh, my dude. Wow. That was my big time. It's Godzilla. <laughs> it's Godzilla. <laughs> Perfect. That right there. Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, God. Godzilla is my jam, yo. Watching that, you know, when they have the marathons and everything, when we when we used to have Channel 9 and Channel 11 and Channel 5, those of you kids out there don't know what knob TVs are anymore because you didn't grow up on that life. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was that was my thing back then you know i don't i mean i don't even know what else to say about it you know, yeah I, just, did you I, um did you grow up collecting any comics the, uh oh yeah of like, course a, i did Fantastic um, a Four, little avengers a fire yeah a little bit it was like a little bit of everything i didn't get heavy into it but um, until i started like when spawn and them all the image came out that's when i started collecting and one of my favorite characters in image was savage dragon right like my favorite nice i love it wow dude the eric his name the, the artist was eric larson if mm -hmm. i remember 
And he, yo, that guy draw, man. To this day, he still draws that character. To this day. <laughs> Isn't that something? Then, wow. That's cool, dude. I didn't know that. Even now. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, dang, yeah. first, first we gotta check this if they're still alive. Oh, they're still alive or okay, now they're drawing? Whoa. They're drawing too. Cool. Awesome. Another artist so, that drew yeah. Batman and Supergirl and all of them, he passed away though. His name, he passed away because I think he had cancer or something. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot his name, but I'll probably figure out his name later. It's Chris, I think it was Chris something. Well, anyway, he was a really good artist. He's the one, he was the artist that made Phantom. Yes. Because Pat made me notice that. And I was like, yo, who is this artist, man? You're like, it's like crazy Jones. Yep. And you're like, that's him. Thought you knew, Burn. <laughs> Patrick surprises us all, man. The dude's like a fountain of knowledge, right? I mean, yeah, right? Like, if we had of our friends that we grew up with, who's the most likely to go on Jeopardy and win there? <laughs> it's Patrick. Patrick. Probably Patrick. <laughs> right? It's like, like, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean... <laughs> It's it's like um what is Neptune? It's like no, what is Poseidon? <laughs> Neptune's the Roman name. Poseidon's the Greek exactly name, right? right. I'll like, be sitting there like you guys know, know that. that. <laughs> 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 oh man. I said I said, I only know two languages, English and street. So yes. which one you want? <laughs> oh, I say Brooklynese, right? Um, would you like for example, I tell my friends when in Brooklyn, the way we ask if you can you repeat yourself, we say What'd you fucking say? <laughs> eh, eh. <laughs> Do you know what time it is? Why, you can't afford your own fucking watch? <laughs> what do I look like, Big Ben to you? <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, all right, so now topic three. Since I put on a little Brooklyn Cougian oh. accent, we are going to dedicate this to the gangster films, right? Now, gangster films are like the films that everybody's like, oh, I'm not interested in watching that, and I'm not interested in watching this. But at the same time, if you look at every single A-lister, whenever a gangster film comes out, all of the A-listers line up. Not to audition, because A-listers don't audition, but line up to read the script and decide if they want to do it. And the A-listers are the ones that are recruited. So get, there's something to be said about American gangster films, and, and that's that's not the, the the singular category. So if you had another uh, uh, one of one of your your top ones that were not American, that's fine too. But there's something to be said about American gangster films that everyone claims they don't want to watch, but at the same time they're gonna watch it because their best actors are in it. So so instead of going top three with this, we're going top five. I'm gonna start the clock, but I'm pretty sure both of us are gonna run out of time by the third one. But I'll go first on this. What are my top five? gangster films as we go to camera on me my okay. fifth right now is new jack city dude let's go nino brown nino brown finding a way to sling crack cocaine in the late 80s and early 90s really highlighted in society and what the hell was going on with the drug scene in the 80s and the 90s and that was the introduction of crack cocaine new jack city nino brown such an intriguing character ice t was the lead but if you look at the picture nino brown is the biggest face so that i wanted to i wanted to highlight that number four and now I can start the clock, you idiot. Um, number four, say. right? Number four, Snatch. Snatch. Does Guy Ritchie do gangster films or what? Guy Ritchie with Jason Statham, with Benicio Del Toro, as I take the picture over here. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, 
Brad Pitt playing the gypsy. But the most intriguing character to me was this guy right here, Bricktop. One of the most fierce, intimidating, pig-feeding gangsters you'll ever see in the history of gangster films. Make mine Bricktop, make mine Snatch for my number four. My number three is American Gangster. If, if not for the term alone, the term is called American Gangster. It's Denzel Washington. It's Russell Crowe. And it's about Lucas, who was a Bumpy Johnson's right-hand man took over Harlem. Country boy from North Carolina, showing people how to slang the rock. Got his drugs from Vietnam instead of the Italian gangsters. Showed the black population you don't need the Italians to be a gangster. So make mine American Gangster, which goes to number two. Had to put one of the Godfathers in, so make mine Godfather Part 2. I love the chronology. There he is, right? I love the chronology. I love the two-way chronology they have. Vito Corleone and Michael Corleone to, uh, told in, in this kind of staggering pattern. I thought the, the the way that they told the story was genius. I thought the theater performers were genius. I thought the mm -hmm. actors were genius. Lee Strasberg was in it, and I'm, I'm kind of biased because I know his wife, um, his second wife, Anna, Anna Strasberg, who actually is still alive, doing the school with Victoria Crane. And this, all three of those movies became the measuring stick and how all gangster movies were compared. So I have to choose one of those three. I choose two, which goes to my number one. Here it is. I know I'd go from rags to riches. Good fellas. This is about. This is Ray Liotta playing the character of Henry based on a true story of reflecting on his experiences 40 years in the mafia. Started Brooklyn, continued in Queens. And to Scorsese's, uh, Scorsese's credit, all of the characters, as many of the characters as you can name, were all real people. Ray Liotta's going around the room. That's Fat Andy. That's Pete the Killer. That's Jimmy Two Times. My father, who was a bartender for the Bamboo Lounge at that time that they burned down for the insurance, said that those were real names. It was real. It was in your face. It was a love story. It was a horror story. It was a gangster movie. It was everything rolled up in one. My number one was Goodfellas. Bernard Norman. Let's go. Who's your top five? Well, Jason, I'll tell you what's my top five. <laughs> and now <laughs> number five scarface oh nice yeah. i'm scarface the uh what's his name there um, is pacino um, right here look at that picture Tony montana you know <laughs> no, you, you can't outdo that man even though he died in the movie i mean but still the way he did his life in that movie and i heard it was partially some true stories in there about that and too. the way he died dude and the way he died Woo. go ahead sorry also, now, number, what is it? Number four, Al Pacino in another movie called Calido's Way. That was another kind of like a true story type of thing, you know? Yep. Yeah. It's funny to see them two together because the ending of that movie, man. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, good, good luck on so, seeing how that ended. <clears throat> another one, The Raid 2. Ooh. Oh, nice. You don't understand. It's an Asian movie. Um. It's really good, really good. I love this movie to death. And also the continuing of it, of course, is the first one called The Raid. So if you haven't seen it, you guys got to look at it, check it out. It's a really good movie. It's like a lot of high pack action and it has like gangsters and everything in there. So, yeah. Um, what's another one? Uh, sorry. What's your number one? Your number one the is? No my number one is Training Day. Oh, 
nice. <laughs> Can you Come kill on. me, Jake? Can you kill me, Jake? It ain't like stepping on ants, is it? <laughs> that part alone where, what's his name, Jake saved the, little, the girl from these crackheads. Yes. And the guy was like, suck my dick. And Denzel pulled out his two guns. It was like. Oh. Let's right? see that face again. Look at that face. Look at that face. <laughs> Zoom in on that. Look at that. Yeah. Not the dude yeah. to be messed with, dude. Yo, that was Denzel. I think not the best, best role, but that's the role that you just continuously want to watch it again and again. Hey, Jake. Hey, Jake. Come in, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. He Look, he won a uh, best actor for that. So, uh, oh, right? yeah, of course he did. I mean, yeah, yeah, right. We got no, 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 nobody's got anything on him in that sense. All right, let me let me change no, the no, camera. Let's go. Don't man, yo, he he played the hell out of that movie. Yes, man. he did, dude. Yes, he did. Let's you go to this. Sorry, going to that. Yeah, so my favorite scene in that movie. There's so many of them, but my favorite. He's like, I'm gonna get this gun, Jake, and I'm gonna get get my money. And when he tried to get the gun, he shot him. He goes, Ah! Oh, you, you motherfucker! <laughs> You shot me in the ass, Jake. <laughs> you believe that? He shot me in the ass. <laughs> no, but how about after that part where the dude was like, go ahead, Jake, we got your back. <laughs> he said, oh, no, this motherfucker didn't. <laughs> he said, oh, hell no. Oh, yeah. oh all right. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Did you, um, you have any honorable mentions? Um, with that, actually, do, did I? I don't think so. Those are those are like the high top ones. I mean, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Nah, okay. I mean, do I want to mention, let's just bring it out there. I think you can kind of like catalyze this as a little bit of a gangster movie because they did plot and do things i don't want to spoil it if you didn't see it it's called the killer of the flower moon yes that's a good one dude what <laughs> what i mean what? it's sort of kind of like a gangster movie if you look at it pretty carefully and dude that movie did me in man i gotta watch it again it did me in yeah oh, i was man, like I oh woo. yeah I and, really it, and they bringing it back into theaters and sometimes you want to get some of these movies with some people trying to bring down a gang, right? There was a Jack Nicholson movie, um, like China, I think Chinatown. That was, yeah, that was yeah. kind of a gangster movie, right? And I mean, but I think we both agree, like The Godfather kind of set the criteria of these, um, very much like Shakespeare had Senecan characters, right? It had like the, the good guy, his right hand man, the bad guy, and the guy who kisses the bad guy's ass, we call the assinator, right? Uh, mm -hmm. um, there was this, you know, someone close to you is going to betray you. Someone's going to turn you in. Uh, mm -hmm. lo loyalty is this, this huge thing, right? Because Goodfellas pretty much carried that, right? And it, and it ended up being Henry who testified against them, right? That got everybody busted. So um, right. Casino was a lot of everyone's favorite. But for I, I didn't, I, I guess maybe they were too good. I, was, I, I left that movie disgusted. You know, I mean, yeah. Sharon, maybe Sharon Stone and James Woods, like just the, just the scumbaggery, you know, it was just, uh, it was, God, I was like, they're like, it's really good, Jay. I'm like, too good. No, I don't want to see this shit, you know? <laughs> uh, which I'm weak. I guess we could consider Heat a gangster movie. I know, the, the, I mean, yeah, it is. that's, that's I a mean, heist you, movie, right? 
I mean, if you consider cops, uh, sometimes people consider cops as gangsters because they say that blue blood and all that stuff. Yeah. So you can kind of like. But those weren't it. cops. Those were heist guys. Like Al Pacino yeah. was a cop, right? I think it was who was it? Pacino, uh, Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer, mm -hmm. um, Tom Sizemore, Danny Trejo. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. A very young Tanny Trejo, um, Ashley Judd, right? She was uh, what's mm -hmm. his name's wife. Um, who's that chick that cries a lot? This in the Star Wars movies, um, and she was also in Black Swan. What the hell's her name again? Natalie Portman. All right, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> There's another cry. You should watch this this video called Natalie Portman cries a lot. In fact, I might put this put this on at the end. This is this two minute clip. All the movies where she's just freaking wallowing. But if you remember, she was the kid. Like, remember Al Pacino was like, oh, yeah, someone, the girl that, that was the girl that tried to like cut her wrist and like kill yeah. herself and shit. Uh, that yeah. was not, that was a very young Natalie Portman, who, of course, found a way to cry. <laughs> Man, right now, Natalie Portman uh -huh. should be there's somebody. Why nobody not made a script of part two of the professional as her being the professional? Yes. Why nobody haven't made a part two? The professional. What a good movie, dude. Yeah. yeah, it was a great movie, which it was called Leon at first. Yeah, and there's definitely a romantic thing going on. Not like a sexual romantic thing, but like a romantic thing where you emotionally invest in someone. You're a professional, and all of a sudden, you're, you're putting your professionalism aside where you care for someone, right? Like, like for example, I'm a volleyball coach, right? Um, I'm paid to coach, but I'm not paid to care. Right. And when you mm -hmm. start caring and, and the, the time that you put in and, you know, fighting the referees over over a call for your kids, I, I consider yeah. romantic, like uh, not uh, what are, what someone would deem the classic sense of the word. But but the the tenors of romanticism where you're driven by virtue over passion, where you, you where the good guy winning in the end means something. It's it's a mixture of romanticism and melodrama. Uh, um, so keep talking. I just yeah. got to do something for a sec. No, keep that, talking. No, we're we could edit out whatever we want, but um, but right. I wanted to no, I'm, no, you keep going. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna talk a little bit about romanticism. Um, all right. Yeah, it's it's actually a style of theater that was invented in the 1800s, where um, where like certain people are driven by passion, certain people are driven by virtue, right? And most right. of the time, when you're driven by by passion, you make these mistakes that you don't see coming because you're not seeing the big picture. You're just seeing this one thing that you want, that you hunger for, that you, maybe you lust for, but but you have a want, right? Where like driven by right. virtue, driven by virtue, you, you're putting yourself, um, you're putting yourself second over other people. You're putting the big picture and, and what's, and how things affect you, but also the decisions you make, how does it affect people around you? So. Um, and melodrama is the 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 um, the combination of the two. Melodrama is the main character makes a decision driven by passion, but his virtue as is he sticks to in the movie and eventually comes back from it because he clings to the things that that are part of, that what he's made of or what his grandmother taught him. So so right. that's that's what I meant by romanticism and virtue and all that other stuff. So um, all right, which is segue. <laughs> into our third category uh, maybe they're romantic films or maybe they're not right so our next category are what are three films that made you cry the most now we have the right two people for the job because when people think of films that you cry everyone's thinking chick flicks right everyone's thinking jerry Maguire. you had me at a lower 
<laughs> you, you know, uh, um, but Byrne and I, we have a very, very wide range of emotional investment where you care about the character to a way where if you're in that situation, you tell yourself, oh my God, I would cry. You were crying victory, you were crying defeat, you were crying sorrow, you were crying sympathy, you were crying empathy. So Byrne, you're leading the charge on this one first. What are the three movies that made you cry the most? Go. Number three for me will be I Am Legend. It's oh, like, nice. you will put yourself like, what if that was me in that role? You know, like in real, in like real life, because you know it's definitely in New York City. That's why. And you'll look at it and you'll be like, "Damn, what if that was me?" You know, that went through that. Yeah. And you know, and you gotta, you, your wife and daughter dies. Yeah. And then your dog from you know from the family passed away, and all this craziness is happening. So yes, yeah. I am legend. Hundred percent. Um, the Notebook. Yes, I watched that movie like so many times because some of it is that relationship when they were young kind of happened to me with someone in my past of one of my ex. So we would make up, break up, make up, break up, make up, break up. So that's why I kind of understand where that's coming from. Um, number one, another Will Smith movie that made me cry so much. Seven pounds. Seven pounds. That's, you said, go ahead. Is, is it seven pounds? Is, did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seven pounds. Put it up there. It's right there when the ending of that movie oh my god rosario rosario got me on that movie oh. and the music and see this is what people don't understand when movies like the character the score when that all clashes into one it will get you and pretty much that that part at the end got me very well especially when she met um woody harrelson at the end Oh yeah, no man. doubt. Wow, dude. Oh, that movie just made me just like ball. I was like, oh my god. Nah, I'm no, sorry, Jay. Good. Nah, no doubt, man. He's like, take over, man. Get the camera on me. I'm about to cry right now talking about yeah. it. All right, so allow me. I get the camera on me, and this one on for my three. My third one, as we start the clock. My third one is Million Dollar Baby. Now, Million mm -hmm. Dollar Baby is about this, this, this woman who wanted to be a fighter and she became a scrap fighter to a prize fighter all the way up to the championship of the world which wound up to this freak accident that wound her up crippled from the neck down and watching her get her legs amputated from bed rot and just watching this woman die a little bit of the time and people trying to get her money and and the, the moment where Clint Eastwood was like Mo, Mo, Mo Kushle, what the Irish are calling her, which means my darling, my blood just made me melt as, as we take a picture right here. That's the two and then it's Clint or whatever. My number two, Bernard, is The Hurricane. The Hurricane is about the movie of Reuben Hurricane Carter, who served 30, near 30 years in prison for a crime he did not commit. And there was a scene where the kid, where they had these appeals after appeals after appeals. And uh, spoiling the movie for you guys, it was spoiled by a kid named Lazarus, who, the, who was illiterate, that had to learn how to read. The first book he ever read was The Hurricane. Actually, as I, I flip to this picture, that's actually that's my number one. So... Yes. But this is this is Denzel Washington, of course. We're back to Denzel Washington again, right? Playing. <laughs> so this kid wound up getting lawyers and appeals people to appeal his process. And at the end, his, he said, your name is Lazarus, which generates from Laz Lazarus. And he says, I almost died in this prison. So it's it's synonymous that Lazarus, uh, Lazarus has come to write to to 
to awaken me and rise me from the dead. And it, and what made me cry was he said, hate put me in this prison. Love is going to bust me out. And, and I just started crying. And he's like, if well, if love don't bust you out, I'm busting you out myself. It was just it was just this feel good moment. And my number one movie, you probably saw it in the picture as I swept by it was Ghost. All right. Now, Ghost is a movie with Demi Moore, Patrick Swayze, Whoopi Goldberg won Best Supporting Actress for this as I of go to the picture. You, you better now, this picture, uh, for those of you that are outdated that have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, go back. Look up the movie Ghost. It is an absolute tearjerker. I saw this movie in the movie theater and there were people yeah. crying. I saw it twice in the movie theater and the second time there was a woman that was just, oh my God, Tino, Tino. And, and we ended up laughing with her because we identified with her and we felt like this woman let us off the hook by like crying like in a way that made mm -hmm. us laugh. But a really cool story about that before we move on to any topic. Um, I was in the army, right? And I was one of the only guys that had like a whole bunch of videos and the VHS and I had my own dorms. So I didn't share. So a lot of the guys would come to my room just to watch movies or to borrow movies. So I'm going to volleyball practice with the German team, right? And a bunch of my guys from the Ranger Battalion who I was supporting a bunch. And I mean, when you think of Rangers, you think of guys that can survive anywhere. You think of guys you take to the Arctic Circle, right? With no clothes, they come back with like a polar bear skin coats on, by your swimming pool. Um, zo true zombies, true, true you know, respected members of the spec ops community, men's men, menly men. So they're like, Jay, can we watch a movie in your room? I'm like, sure, I'm leaving. I'll leave you in my room, right? So when I'm leaving, I hear one of them say, ooh, ghost, ooh, boo, boogie, boogie, boogie. So they didn't know what it was about, right? So they thought that it was a movie just to, that was going to scare them. Ooh, ghost, ooh, we're going to see yeah. ghosts. So I come back from the t my practice, right? And four of them just big tears in their eyes leave my room leave my room cry don't fucking show us any movies like that no more db <laughs> the hell's wrong with you having a movie like that son you know so uh i mean these the menliest of men just bawling in tears leaving the room and i was like but burn you're laughing because there's a part of me that's evil right because there's a part yeah, of me i that, know <laughs> there's a part of me that should have been virtuous enough to say go back to the room and be like it's not, like, you you. <laughs> it's not what you think. It's not what you think. I didn't warn him. I said, "Look." I know. You I, didn't. I, I was halfway out, and like, when I heard him, when I heard him go, "Ghost," ooh, I said, "Ah, oh, man, I don't know." Nah, no, no, nah. you're him shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, honorable mentions. I gotta go, Marley and me. Uh, with um, Jennifer Aniston and um, I forgot which brother that was, um, Owen Wilson with the blonde one. Who's the blonde one with the, f the fucked up nose? One of them's oh, Owen. Wilson. Yeah. So they had a dog. It's basically about the dog growing up. They, they bought this dog that grew up with the kids and when the dog wait, died. Wait, time out. You said the fucked up nose. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, it's crazy you're going to be sporting that nose, but it, no one's supposed is. to talk about it? What's up? Listen, you watch him on Loki, I was like, that nose, it's like, it's like, <laughs> and I'm looking at, it's it's like weird, because I'm looking at his nose, and it's like this, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with his nose? Let's I said, dude, you got all this money, just, let's just, it, it's fix it. Let's just redo this sexiest man alive bullshit, okay? Let's just stop, let's just stop it. Let's just stop it if that man's even anywhere near that. Fix your, you got millions of dollars. Fix your damn nose, son. Okay, so. Michael Jackson can do it. He can do it too. <laughs> and Michael Jackson, I mean, he got his nose like this. You know, his nose was like this. 
And I was like, damn, can it get any pointier? God bless his soul, but no, you know. God look, I broke my nose. My nose got broken in four different places, so it looks a little funny too. So I ain't want to talk about nobody's nose, but but um it was the only way I knew how to identify him. You knew who I was talking about, right? Right? Of like course. if like look, if there's someone you grew up with with big ears and we forget his name, I'm like, what's the name of the kid with the big ears? You're gonna all right, we gotta do that to get there. But this movie made me cry, dude. Uh uh um watching that dog die. Uh, uh my grandma passed away the same year I saw that movie, and I didn't cry at my grandma's grave, but when that I saw this movie, I guess there was a connection of everything I've been holding back from my grandma passing away, and I started crying uncontrollably, uncontrollably over a dog. Over a dog, right? Uh but good movie. Um, romantic comedy. Pursuit of Happiness was the other one that made me cry at the end when um, he gave him his $5 back. Remember at the end, he's like, oh, I, here's your $5 back. Uh, um, yeah. And he's yeah. like, was it um, was it as easy as it looked? And he just, he said, no, sir. And when he started crying and said, no, sir, I started crying because I know it's not, when you get to where you got to go, Burn, and, and the good old boys club gives you the nod, right? You mm -hmm. cry because they think they have no idea what you went through just to get to that moment just to get your five dollars back you know in, in a metaphoric gesture right mm -hmm. uh, and i want to finish by saying this the thing i, I loved about that movie it shows everybody that just because you see where someone's standing doesn't mean you know how they got there doesn't mean you know what they did to get there. They could be homeless. You have no idea how they became homeless. They could be a millionaire. You have no idea how they became a millionaire. And the pursuit of happiness was this up and down journey. Of course, happy ending. It's Hollywood. But just this feel-good feeling by an Oscar-worthy winning performance by Will Smith. Of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. My um, audible is um, Platoon. That movie did me. My friend yeah. Terrence came and watched the movie. Said, I can't watch this. He left me in the theater, so I stayed and watched it. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching this movie. And remember, my father he was in Vietnam. Thank God he didn't go through all that. Mm -hmm. You know, he came at the very end, and I was I was glad for that. But watching that movie, I'm just imagining like, bro. That lifestyle out there, man, it was it was horrifying, you know, just to just to see that happening and all this is going on. And then what made me do me in started crying from this movie is Charlie Sheen when he was like reaching out and he was like doing all of this and everything yeah. at the helicopter. And I was like, Dude. oh man. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Yeah, you. I mean, how easy we forget. I mean, look, the movie's made in 1984, but it's timeless, right? It's what. It's a movie that we, 50 years from now, everyone's gonna be like, you know, mm -hmm. when someone doesn't like a movie, it's like, dude, I wasn't alive when that movie came out. But when they like a movie, guess what? They ain't talking about it. Age of, a good movie is a good movie, right? So, um, you know, like Chinatown, right? No many, not a lot of people are alive for that. Platoon is still as timeless. Uh, Saving uh, Private Ryan, that's timeless. Ghost, uh, you know, uh, outdates itself a little bit, but but only because of the critics kind of ragged on it a little bit. It only got two stars, right. which, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. How's a two-star right. movie going to have going to produce a best supporting actress? Give me a break, you know? So like my cousin then, Vinny, right? That, that she won best supporting actress, but that wasn't very well known. And I, but I promise you any kid that watches that on cable or on TV yeah. or on a live stream, it, those things, that kind of humor doesn't die. Sorry. Go ahead, B. No, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. doesn't. Yeah. Then the color purple. Now I didn't see the remake because I. It's like when the movie came out, mm -hmm. I didn't hear nothing about it. So I was like, "Damn, it must be bad." 
and one the anyway going to the original color purple yeah oprah whoopi yeah oprah whoopi and all of them watching that story and yo oprah she made me cry when they beat her in prison and yes and they beat her up and it made me cry when they split up the sisters but it really didn't end the ending oh i'm getting a knot in my throat now thinking about it when she was like see we I was just like, oh. <laughs> yo, it did me. I'm kind of like tearing up right now a little bit. I was like, oh my God. You know, when the sisters got back together, I was like, God damn, damn, damn. I'm a bitch. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but you know, now, I mean, I'm going really, to be a man about it. Yeah, I cry at movies, man. I yeah. mean, there's certain movies that just do you in, man. And you be sitting there like, ah! Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Off the top of your head, knee-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. A stand-up comedian um, oh. that did a movie that let, that was a lead role in the movie that you liked. First one that came to your mind. Might not even be the best one. What was the first one that came to your mind right now? Ah, uh, first one come to my mind. You're thinking. <laughs> What's the first one that came to your mind? Uh, Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy in Harlem Nights. Ooh, what a great movie. Red Fox too, right? All three of them. Dude. And that was all Eddie Murphy's idols. Yes. Eddie Murphy helped put that together, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, for me, it's not the best movie with a comedy lead, comedic lead, but the first thing that came to my mind, like knee-jerk reaction, Chris Rock, mm-hmm. Head of State. Uh, um, there's definitely movies that are better than that 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 are better that have comedic comedic leads, right? But but head of state just made me laugh. We want you to be president. He's like, of what? Of the United States? The United States of what? <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> but if I actually had to think back, no no impulse, no instinct, I would go Adam Sandler, Big Daddy. Uh, um, I really liked him and the kid and, 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 and the relationship they had. I would go Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop. No, Trading Places. There's, okay. Uh, with Dan Aykroyd or whatever. I mean, Dan Aykroyd really wanted Eddie for that role. And that was, that was awesome. And, and, and hell, it worked out for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wait. Sorry. No, go Going ahead. back to the sad movies. Please, yeah, yeah. I forgot the one that really gets to me the most is Robert Williams. Because we're talking about comedians. Robert Williams, What Dreams May Come. What Dreams May Come. Wow. That movie, oh. Was that, remind me, was that Cuba? Yes. Cuba Gooden Jr., yep, Robin and Williams. pretending to be his friend, but yes. it was really his son. Jesus, wow, dude. Oh, that movie done me in, and then his wife, she went to kill herself, and Oh, it was like it was a it was a clusterfuck on that movie. Yep. Sorry, I had to talk about it. It just when we were talking about comedians, I was like, damn, Robin Williams in that movie. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, so many movies were Robin Williams, right? Like, oh. think about Goodwill Good uh, Goodwill Hunting, right? Um, he won best supporting movie, he won best man. supporting actor for that, right? Great movie. Matt Damon. Well, yeah. Well, everyone was good in that film, but a very deserving uh, uh, nod by the Academy for Best Supporting Actor. I think that was 1997. Um, you like those apples. Yeah. <laughs> Another good movie. Yeah. So, favorite Mel Gibson movie? After he said the N-word, I kind of, 
All right, I like the one where he know how to. He knew every woman's touch and sense. Oh, and what women want? Yes, that that was the one. That was terrific. I go. Brave, I love that movie. I go Braveheart. Um, William the William Wallace story, the Scotland mm-hmm. Revolution thing, and pretty much every movie that starts with lethal weapon. <laughs> Oh, see, Braveheart are... bothers me because slicing that testicle part, I was like, oh, dear God, no. <laughs> I wouldn't scream freedom. I'd be like, this is fucked up. You like, my last words. Is like, yeah, his uh... last words before he died was freedom. I'm like, I'm not, that's not the word I'm thinking when I get sliced up like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> and Captain Winky's gone. I mean, come on, man. Captain Winky. <laughs> Jim Carrey, another stand-up uh, that that did a good lead, right? Liar, liar. Uh, Ace, Vin- oh, yeah. Ace Ventura. We saw Liar, liar together. In fact, uh, we yeah, saw we that, did. You know, crack it up, man. Yep. And you were when you were buying the tickets, and the audience, uh, my listeners, appreciate. Sometimes me and Burn do accents. I said, Burn, I want you to go to the ticket person and and purchase <laughs> the tickets in a country accent. And so the, way I, said, I, lie, lie. <laughs> the way you said lie, lie. The way you said lie, lie. I just started. I went to the lady and I was like, yes, ma'am. I just want two tickets to say lie, lie. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, where you from? Oh, somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. You were, like, you were like, I couldn't think of a place fast enough. You would have said Texas. She would have asked you what part. You are like, oh, sang bang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, New Orleans, that's in Louisiana. I know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got issues. <laughs> oh my god! Tell you what, let's um, we we got a few minutes left. Let's go for this in the spirit of Black History Month. Oh. I'm gonna give you a black actor, and the first movie that came to you, that comes to your mind, um, just say it. And if you want to revisit it, say that's not my favorite one, but that was the first one. Ready? Paul Weathers and Action Jackson. My man. I'll give you one for you. Sam Jackson. That man made 150-something movies. What's the first one? It came to your mind. All right, next. Uh, no, no, no. Do Sam Jackson. Go. Um, <laughs> it's too many I'll movies. Go, I'll go motherfucker, long motherfucker, motherfucker. I, motherfucker. I'll go Long Kiss Goodnight. But my, oh, but yeah. my favorite movie with him is Pulp Fiction. Yes. Yes. Right. yes. So I'm gonna give you one. You gotta you, and you gotta say it, and you give me one, and I gotta say it. That's how it's gonna work. That's the rules. Oh, okay. Uh, I got um, you. Halle Berry. Uh, Halle Berry. Um. Oh, come on. Right there, Halle Berry. She's uh 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 uh. uh I was watching the movie video. Boomerang. <laughs> Which one? Boomerang. Boomerang. Go ahead. Your turn. Um. Give me the actor. What, what, give me the actor. I'll give you the movie. Oh, uh, Michael Jai White. Oh, Spawn, right? Yeah. Also, Tyson. He did a Mike Tyson movie. He was actually Mike Tyson. I forgot about that. Yeah, pretty fucking cool. About How about, um? speaking of million man movies, uh, Morgan Freeman. Oh, please. There's a million of them, especially my favorite, Seven. Seven. Ooh. Oh, snap. So that's Seven, too. Yes, go ahead. Your turn. Um, let me give you another one. Uh, Cuba Jr. Cuba Gooden Jr., Jerry Maguire. Hey, how you doing? I'm sweating my contract, Dukes. <laughs> Who's your motherfucker, Jerry? <laughs> Congratulations, you are still my agent. Yeah, though I did like him in Men of Honor with Robert De Niro. 
he's like a uh, um trying to be a um underwater diver like a um I'm, I don't know if it was a frogman. It's like a World War II diver. Him and Robert De Niro. It's called Men of Honor. A must see. A must see for people who um who want to feel something or be intellectually tickled as well as emotionally. So, all right, mind to you. Let's go, black actor. Let's go, Denzel Washington. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's got to be training day, right? Is that what you think? Of course. Of yeah. course. All right. <laughs> Nigga. Yes, <laughs> that's all you had to say. What? 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 The nigga. <laughs> Malcolm, see where you at? Bow. Oh, I got one for you. Bow. Classic. You don't see him as much now. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, the last um, king of Scotland. Excellent fucking movie. Um, really? Yeah. Excellent fucking movie. Um, also blown away. Also blown away. Tommy with Tommy Lee Jones and um, mm. Jeff Bridges. He was the mm. hot shot um, firefighter. A um, a demo. D, you know, how do you say that? Like um, bomb squad guy. Yeah, he, oh, was, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was absolutely yeah, yeah. fantastic in that. But I know I could do better. But those, but like these are, like I said, these are knee jerk reaction things. So mm. let's go, Terrence Howard. Oh, so many small roles, dude. You know what he's doing out there right now? What do you think he's doing out there right now? He's out there doing what he's doing as he always do. I forgot what the TV show that he did that. And I used to, oh, I used to copy God, him with somebody else. I said, "Hey, man, he's taking all the garbage. You know what he's doing right now? He's doing what he's always doing as he's yeah. doing every day." <laughs> I love him and hustle and flow. And he's like, "Oh yeah." When they, when they hired like a white DJ, he's like, "Yo, hey man, come here, man. Let me let, let me holler at you for a minute." Yeah. He goes to Anthony, and he's like, "You know he's white, right? You know he's white." He's like, "No, he's a light skinned brother." All right, man. Ah, yeah. <laughs> All right, your turn. Um, let me get one. Uh, what, what's a good one? What's a good one? I just had it in my mind. It came out. Um, um, it's a classic one. Uh, I'm just gonna go with Eddie Murphy right now. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I, um, the first one that came to my mind, of course, was was Boomerang because you just said it. But if I'm mm -hmm. a, if I'm gonna delve a little bit deeper. I like Vampire in Brooklyn. Um, it's a stupid name, but a very clever movie, which is, which by the way, is a rule. The dumber the name, the dumber the name, the better the, the, the um, right? The better the movie, right? Like, yeah. like um, yeah. Forrest Gump, that's a stupid name. Excellent movie. Shawshank Redemption, right? Silly, mm -hmm. kind of a silly name, but a great movie. Maybe a clever name or not. Morgan Freeman again. Yeah, no, uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. I really, really like that. Um, well, you know, funny thing about Forrest Gump, it was going to be called something else. I forgot the other name, but it was, it was like a really stupid name, and they just stuck with Forrest Gump. Nice. All right, so Black History Month, we got you. We salute you. So now we're going to go favorite military movie. Ooh. Is it Platoon? I wonder. We did Platoon already. Um, um, Full Metal Jacket. You mother... You know what? I just got... <laughs> It happened again. I just got eight mild. Eight mild is when is when you say the rhyme before I say it, and you ever you say everything before I was gonna say it. <laughs> I got Eminem. I got Eminem from Eight Mile because yeah, eight I was mile gonna on that say, one. Yes, I'm sorry, because I, I know that's your favorite movie as well as mine oh, too. You can, and for everybody listening, you know, 
and Burn knows and I knows and know and this whole world knows that you can watch the first 45 minutes of just Gunnery Sergeant Hartman. And if you just saw that and didn't see the rest, you got your fill. You got a lunch hour and you got a TV in front of you. You're going to watch that for your whole lunch hour and go back to work. That that was such an incredible movie. Stanley Kubriak, right? And if you remember, Arlie Emery was for people that don't know he was a, an actual drill instructor in the marine corps that was brought in to teach the actors how to be mm -hmm. drill instructors and they mm -hmm. were just like yeah, yeah, no no get to hell with that shit i'm gonna nah he's 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 our guy <laughs> so so you already said full metal jacket so i'm gonna go um saving private ryan i really like the, the that whole beginning scene man yeah that I mean that I, you, you got to do that once just so people can appreciate that right like the scene you got to have that once so people can fully appreciate how intelligence got screwed up they had no business taking the beach the germans had superior uh, um height they had the high top they had the high yes they had the they had the elevated position 101st airborne their planes were getting shot out of the sky right so the air envisions already out and the, by the yeah. time these guys hit the beach they should have gotten hosed and they should have lost and they didn't there was an uh, uh the work of a uh a, some coming. awfully good officers that that got them through that you know what a great movie a lot of men died on that that was that was based you could say it's based on a true story. Yeah, well, it was that they, that that was the battle they thought that changed the war, because mm -hmm. we got screwed on intelligence, we got screwed on the numbers, we got screwed on elevated fire superiority, and mm -hmm. somehow, some way, they still they still took the beach, they still took the beach. It's 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 we're, I'm I'm biased, all right, because I'm intrigued by World War Two, uh, um, yeah. so um. Be, because of these these battles that they won, there was no logical reason this to win to for them to win. There was no sensible reason for them to win, but yet, mm -hmm. that's what happened. And and we go back and we study, and to this day, we still try to understand that. So mm -hmm. I go saving. I was gonna save saving Ryan's privates, guys. That's a porno. That's not a movie. <laughs> saving, <laughs> saving. You've been watching. Saving saving Ryan's privates. <laughs> That tells you a lot right there. I feel like Chappelle. <laughs> remember when Chappelle? Um, this is a cool thing when Chappelle said, "Oh, I got. I guess I got to introduce it this way." So, so bear with me. Chappelle said, "Serious question. Do you think it's possible that a gay person can be racist?" He said, "Of course. Look at Mike Pence, <laughs> right?" So, so, and he's like, and this is the cool part. He's like, he's not pride parade gay. He's a, he's one of those gay people that pray about it. Like, oh dear Lord, let these buttholes be unattractive, <laughs> right? I'm tired of he seeing all these so dicks. <laughs> right? He's tired of seeing all these dicks. <laughs> you heard me, Jay? I said, you made me laugh so hard, I <laughs> Saving Ryan's privates, right? So where's the correlation? Where's the connection? We don't know, we don't care. Oh, so I go saving private Ryan. We both go full metal jacket. Both of those are really, really good wins. Um, I got another one. What's the one with, um? Oh damn! I know it, but it's just not coming out. With um Ben Affleck and um that war oh, movie. Oh, Pearl Harbor. Yes, thank you. Josh Hartnett. I, Was it Josh Hartnett? The female lead yes, escapes yes. me too. You right? don't even but, see much of him anymore in movies now. Who Ben or Josh? Josh. Yeah, Josh. Um, yeah, I, I don't. You still see Ben a lot. He disappeared. 
Hollywood buried just, him. That's maybe he got thing. his money and maybe he grew a conscious and Hollywood's like, we don't like people that have a conscious. He's like, cool, I got paid, I'm out. <laughs> maybe, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping because he seemed like a very good actor. And um, for some of the people in my in my acting world that met him said he was he was actually a pretty good, pretty cool guy too. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. But I like Pearl, uh, Pearl Harbor. I liked, um, there's a movie that came out around the same time as Saving Private Ryan with Nick Nolte. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Wow! And, sorry. I keep now a lot of people like Michael Bay after they see him do a lot of explosions in his movies, mm -hmm. but they gotta understand the concept of without the explosions, how are you gonna make the reality of it? Then mm -hmm. you know. So, question: Transformers, the 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 animated movie, or Transformers the movie? I go with the animated. I'm sorry. <laughs> The musical soundtrack is better. <laughs> Mold, oh, it means the eye. <laughs> when that, yo, when I, we were kids, and after what happened when Unicorn ate the planet, that music like, boom, 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 boom. I was like, bro. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, yo, when they came that Transformer theme, I was like, oh, yeah. better than the cartoon. Like an original mu music score too, right? Don't yeah, leave. Oh, I love the music. You got the touch. Oh, you got the touch. Yes. So yeah. for the people listening at home, this movie was 1986. You, for those those of you that seen the regular movie with that's done really really good special effects. That's a Michael Bay film too, right? By the way, that's also Michael Bay, right? But you got to give the rub to when animation uh, wasn't as advanced as it is now, they did the best they could and it was fantastic. Not oh, to mention great. Burn. Let we can go through the list of voiceovers. Right, Leonard Nimoy was Galvatron oh, yeah. and, and yeah. Megatron, Galvatron. right? Um, Orson Welles was Unicron. Yeah, he, uh, he buried too. Like you don't see him no yeah. more. Judd Nelson was um, Hot Judd Rod, Nelson, yeah. Hot Rod and Rodimus, Rodimus Prime. Mm -hmm. Eric Idle was um, Rekgar. Names in that movie. Yeah, so the, a very good cast of voiceovers that gave people the idea, like, wow, maybe we should use some of these A-listers to do the voiceovers. And yeah, they, they definitely put A-listers in there. Yeah, put Leonard Nimoy. I was like, what, Spock? Yeah. What? All right, so you're. So I will refer to the, the, the Batman expert on this as I ask this question, is I will sit back and be the novice and listen to you. What's your favorite Batman movie and why? Michael Keaton, which was the first Batman movie, reasons why, because they put a lot of great details into it. Um, I think Tim Burton did a great job, even though he didn't have the knowledge of the Batman, Batman, but he did the best as, I mean, he was the best because he knows how to do dark visions of things, you know? No and doubt. He, no doubt. Yep. And, and of dark visions and gothic. You know, like all of that built in. And the costume is the best co Batman costume till this day I still love. Even the symbol, the first original symbol. It's the best. You know, and now he can't turn his damn head because he got to turn his body, you know, every time something uh, happens. Yeah, I'm like, sure in the film he's like, uh, how do I turn my head in this fucking thing? <laughs> yeah. But now when I went to go watch The Flash, seeing Michael Keaton come back. Wow. I saw that this morning. I saw that this morning. Go ahead. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. It was on HBO this morning. 
Oh yeah, so good. Sorry, but yeah, they had a female I, Superman. I was and... very disappointed at the ending of it because James Gunn really screwed over this movie. I think, in my opinion, and I didn't think Michael Keaton deserved that. You know, neither Sasha Sasha Kaye because I think she was a great Superwoman, Supergirl. Sorry, Supergirl. Sorry, mm -hmm. she yeah. did like a fantastic job. But now going back to Michael Keaton, it's so funny talking about how the costume they said mr keaton do you want your head to be turned he goes no i want it just like how i had it in the first movie and i was like oh shit really well and they did it for, they respectfully did it for him well they have to if they're gonna ask right they didn't say mr keaton can you move this way they asked him what he wanted so if they dare ask the question and he comes up with an answer and they're like no we're gonna do it this way it's like what the fuck you even asked me for <laughs> what are you my girlfriend you're gonna ask me what i want for dinner and this you know i don't want that which what, what you asking me if you know what you want the fuck you asking me for right <laughs> but you know what i'm saying so they had to especially keaton they had to respect that 100%. But, my, but the first batman movie the second one i love too is it because of the bruce I wayne time Huh? Is it because he's such a good Bruce Wayne as well? I think so. Yeah. I thought he played well as both parts. You know? he See, Michael Keaton, everybody didn't know back then. He was a comedy. He's a very com a comedian that turned serious actor, too. And he, you know, and you don't understand the complaints they were having back then. He was like, Michael Keaton, that's Batman. And they almost broke down the doors of Warner Brothers because of that. That was the same way with me when I was like, Ben Affleck. Are y'all serious? And shut me up with that. I mean, take take him and George Clooney and take a walk. You know, oh, in my that's opinion. That's not George Clooney. This erased. is why Superman yeah. works alone. No, this is why you work Delete. alone. Delete. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why I like Michael Keaton better is because of the Bruce Wayne, right? Like, Christian Bale and Michael Keaton portrayed two different Bruce Waynes. They were both millionaire playboys, right? But we both know in New York City, right? They're, we don't see millionaires every day we see billionaires every day right and there are two types of billionaires now and i'm not limiting these to two but there's two that we know there's one they know they're rich and they have this arrogance thing that turns people off or turns people on and nothing in between that was christian bale i'm a millionaire mm -hmm. i know it whatever you know and some people think he's an asshole about it but maybe he's not maybe he's just misunderstood but then mm -hmm. there's the millionaire that's that has so much money he's just chill What's up? How you doing? He, you, he, like the, the Bruce Wayne, Michael Keaton was, I'm a billionaire. I know it. And, I'm, and I don't have to, you know what I'm saying? I don't, yeah, it, it was. And, that, and that's a type of billionaire. That's like, if you, classic billionaire. yeah, that's, but that's the type of guy. There's a type, that's a type of billionaire. Someone's suing you for a million dollars. Fine. Okay. You know, he's out of my life forever. I'm good. Right. Mm -hmm. Where the other one's like, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm rich and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make, you know, I have to stop this now or everyone's going to sue me, right? So I got to beat him in court and make him and make his life miserable. So those are the two two ki kinds of Bruce Wayne's, right? Which right. which exemplify I I thought a terrific job by both of them cuz they exemplify types of millionaires or or right. billionaires, right? Uh, um and again, we 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 speak on that because uh, our sport that we played you 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 can have a bike messenger 
partner up with a with a TV with a with a movie star at Central Park Volleyball, right? <laughs> that guy's a CPA. That one, you know, is gonna play in Europe. This is what he's doing for a living. This dude is um works in the mailroom for Morgan Stanley. This one works mm -hmm. in a medical field. Uh, that one's a doctor. That one's a file clerk, right? So it's just this. So we had a, a huge sample size of how people that don't have money and people who have money uh, knew how to treat each other. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I just wanted to emphasize that. That was pretty cool. Here's a question for you. Go ahead. Out of a fight of two Marvel, DC, Iron Man versus Batman, who do you think? Wow, two millionaire entrepreneurs and playboys going at it. Which one's gadgets work the best? I um I'm a Marvel guy, so I'm always almost always going to lead to Iron Man. So I have to try to do the best I can to remove my personal bias, um, and know that Bruce Wayne was a better mixed martial artist than Tony Stark. Tony mm -hmm. Stark would let the suit figure out your algorithms or your patterns and then adjust other patterns and whatever, which is what he did to Captain America in Civil War. So we have his pattern. He's like kick his ass. <laughs> So, so, and um, let's say they're both fighting, and neither one of their fucking gadgets are working. I think Batman, will, Batman will put will put it on him. I got uh, my bias, my immediate bias, as I was working through this in my mind, said Iron Man. I went into this argument saying Iron Man, and now I'm um coming out of this argument saying I, I, maybe Batman or maybe not. But if you if you're saying gun to my head, I gotta go back. I'll go Batman. Fuck it. So I'm watching the cartoon, sorry, animation, and Batman almost destroyed Darkseid. Yes. Who, who knows? Darkseid's like, Dark a motherfucker. <laughs> and Darkseid was like, all these people, you, a human, will kill yourselves? He said, reverse the bombs, I release the girl. What makes you think Iron Man will be a challenge to Batman? No, because Batman don't move. You know, he don't have, again, both of them don't have powers, but Iron Man has his suit. Yep. And Batman, all he had to do was like, all right, let me look at his suit. All right, I know what to do. Yep. If you and guys ever want to look at something really cool, Death Battle has a, a YouTube handle, Batman oh, versus yeah. Iron Man, who will win. And also Marvel DC has a, a YouTube handle, and they have that too. I'm actually going, scrolling through the list, and I'm, I'm we're probably going to watch this later, but finish your, your thought. No, that's pretty much it, though, because like when they did the last movie where Iron Man took the, you know, the stones from what's his name? He, outsmart like, he outsmarted the genius. Thanos is a genius. Granted, but that wasn't the Thanos that they first encountered. Well, Remember? the other Thanos had all. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So this is the Thanos that again came back. And then he was trying to do it again. But, you know, yes, they did outsmart him. But seeing Batman doing that. To dark side, dark side is more fierce than Thanos. Yeah, let's well, think about that. Dark side is more fierce than Thanos, but Thanos is um, IQ. Like, there's a lot of people. Like, Justin, if you watch Avengers Endgame, there's three fight. There's three people he went against where the fight should have just been over, right? Yeah. Like Scarlet Witch. He fucked with the wrong bitch on that one, and she just lifted him up. Him. Yeah, she started just stripping him clean. Like, so his counter was rain fire like rain mm -hmm. fire with the cannons knowing that he would kill like 
probably like 10% of his own troops, right? But that's the genius and the evil combined, right? Like, um, remember Captain Marvel? where she was actually mm -hmm. melting the stones, he pulls out the fucking power stone and punches well, her in the face with it. <laughs> she, 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 you saw her eyes, it was too late when she did this. Like, oh, yeah. bam. So so there, there are instances where like, he should have gotten this just finished. And all three, by the way, were females, right? So so mm -hmm. there, there's an IQ thing. And the reason why Iron Man got him is because he went into that battle knowing in his mind he was smarter than everybody and Iron Man had one on him on that one. You know, mm -hmm. where Dark Side, um, Dark Side didn't need to be smart. He was just, he was just, he was just it. You know, and he, and he was, he's the guy that killed Superman, right? Uh, I think. No, he. Who was a, the, wait, who was the guy that killed the, Superman? Um, Doomsday. Doomsday, got you. Not to be confused with Dark Side, my bad. No, no, but, Doomsday, and that was just like an alien just came out of nowhere. Yeah. But also, I want, I want you to take this into consideration, like Thanos. Um, and the second movie just got all six stones and, and was still understanding the manifestation of the power before he got it snatched, right? Where in the That's first one, Infinity Wars, he had a lot of practice with the power stone before he invaded Asgard, had a lot of practice with the space stone before he um, he went to nowhere to get the um, the, the red one, the... Um, yeah, the, the sludge, as Thor calls it. Uh, and yeah. so by the time he fought Iron Man, he had four stones that he'd already... You know what I'm saying? He already got he he had he had five to quote in the volleyball. He had five, he had one five one five minutes of warm up hits before the game started, <laughs> right? As opposed to like uh, a Ren, our boy Ren, that just gets on the court and just fucking plays. Don't need warm ups, just gets on the court. Yeah, <laughs> Jack Ivory, uh, Jack Frost. <laughs> Not what you think. Not what our audience thinks. They have no Did you idea. told me the truth about certain things. <laughs> So I'm not going to say nothing about it. <laughs> so that's a very good question. Are Batman and Iron Man, for those of you listening, who wins that one? I think I I, um, I came in thinking Iron Man. Um, I finished with Batman. When we get off this podcast, I might go Iron Man again. That's a that's very, very intriguing question. Um, flashing. That's like flashing Quicksilver, right? I, I like who, who's faster, right? Who's, you know, who's going to win that one? It's it's like um, Green Lantern and Doctor Strange. <laughs> you Green know? Hawkeye. No, Green. Oh, you're right. Green Lantern and Doctor Strange. I'm sorry. You're absolutely yeah. right. That's like Hawkeye and, you know. Yeah. And what's his name? Damn, what's his, I know his name. Yeah. <laughs> In fucking DC. I was, the Firestorm was an intriguing DC character. I thought so fans. too when I was a kid. Yeah, the nuclear man, right? Just kind of like inventing yeah. things, invent, shaping things. He was, he was, and he was, and it, when he was in the cartoons, they made him very humorous. Um, That's what I hated. Yeah. My favorite was Shazam. Right. Which was Captain Marvel until that suit came through. Mm -hmm. Well, what's her name became Captain Marvel. I was like, really? What female Marvel character beats Wonder Woman? Maybe Cap, maybe Captain Marvel. Right? Slightly, maybe She Hulk. Yeah. Just, maybe. Just man, I think it's like Hulk. everything you hit Wonder Woman with. She's like, that was that felt great. <laughs> right? Like all of her movies, she gets hit, knocked down, like she and she gets, gets back up. She's like, yeah, like you and gets back up. <laughs> she's like, you've done this before. <laughs> I was like. Did I get aroused at that? <laughs> um, all right, Jaws 1 or Jaws 2? Uh, I'd go with 1 because it's more of the classics. 
Yeah, me too. That's like close encounters of the third kind. Yep. I saw Jaws 3 in 3D in the movie theater, which, uh, which was kind of weird. How was that? I saw it. I did too as a kid. It, it, let's just say 3D was a fail back then. 3D, yeah, 3D in the, in the 80s. Glasses. <laughs> the, it did have its moments. Like when someone fired like a harpoon gun, they fired it and mm -hmm. I actually had to move. So that was one instance where I was like, okay. Uh, I'm reminding myself this in 3D, but it, it's so weird doing horror in 3D because you get it. You, the Let idea, the words. idea was ahead of its time, but the technology was not. You know, I was dating somebody, and we went to go see the Aquaman movie, and 14th Street, and they have this called the X screen. So I was like, this should be interesting. So we sat all the way in the back, and what it is, Jay? This is what they do. The X screen, it has the main screen in the middle, and then when anything extends, they put the projectors on the side to extend. The rest of it it's not even like what the hell i just felt like hey i might as well get something and put it on a wall too that's what they did i was like i got my money they, they jerked me on this one <laughs> yeah wow how do i get my money back uh you can't <laughs> you can't oh, I'm sorry <laughs> but, yeah, but it was it, i don't know it was interesting but i was just turned off because when you see the white screen showing what it looks like and then you see the rest and it wasn't bright enough like the white screen and i'm just like this is the x really but it would have been more interested if the white screen was there and there but they didn't do that and i was like okay never again 100 percent. well there's always something really scary about like a shark or, or, or a wolf or or anything that has to attack you with its face so it can live right i mean think about what kind of fucked up life that is right you have to in order for you to live you have to you have to you have to you have to attack things with your face to stay alive so you know what he said he said shark you go in the water he's like oh i'll give you a little i'll find you and that's what sharks go from like they, they do. It's like, how do you smell in the water? I, I don't know how they smell. In the, they do. They smell. They can smell things in the water. You know, but I think it's more of the the sounds that people make that they go. It's like a blind eye, you know? I don't know. Was, now, for Superman, I got Christopher Reeves and, I, and there's Henry Cavill, right? Mm -hmm. Who was between those two? Were there, was, this, was there a Superman between those two? I think it might have been Brandon Roth. Okay. But I don't... He's as forgettable as Timothy Dalton movie. for James Bonds, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's the one that did the return, Superman Returns. Ah. Okay. He, it was... it was. Who's the director again that did the X-Men movies? Um, I, I, don't I forgot remember. his name. I don't remember. Rid it's he not Rid great on the X-Men movies. It wasn't Ridley movies, Scott, was it? Was it Ridley oh. Scott or something? No. No, no, no. It was the first guy that did the... Because you don't see him directing no more. No, but the original uh, X-Men was amazing, dude. Yes, yes. Yeah. He did one, two, and I think three. But he did Superman, and he didn't do his homework. No. That's all I got to say. He tried to do too much of what Christopher Reeves had back then, and they was trying to rekindle that a little bit into that movie, and I was just like, yeah. dude, you can't 
Yeah, you got to have your own imagination of doing something a little better. And you now, don't man of still. I was like, oh my god! And guess what? That movie was and, and you don't see that guy work no more. You know why? Because when you choose a superhero role, the reason why A-listers fight each other over these superhero roles, just like military movies, because um, mm -hmm. they know if they do one movie that makes the human population remember them long after they're dead. They won. Like Christopher Reeves was a Shakespeare trained actor. No one remembers him in Hamlet or Macbeth or any or anything he's done on the stage. They're mm -hmm. gonna he is associated forever. As good as Cavella is, respect, he's Superman is will forever be associated with Christopher Reeves, right? Mm -hmm. Batman, I, I I noticed some good men's, but Batman is forever associated with Michael Keaton, who su mm -hmm. who superseded Adam West. Adam West, remember the da -da 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 -da, Batman in color? You got a fucking black and white TV that's in a color. You're like, oh cool. It's like, no, you dummy. It's Batman, still it's still black it. and white. It just says in color. You got a black and white TV, dummy. Uh, um, no, but right. Um, do we both agree? Like that's that's Keaton. Keaton. Yeah, no, I agree. Now, now he he actually was up for an Oscar for some certain films or whatever, but the one movie I will always associate with him to the day Birdman. he died. Yes, that's it. And I don't. Maybe he won. I don't know. But um, but if he did, that's a great capper for his career. But the movie we associate him with, uh, not just because we're sci-fi guys, was Batman, right? Um, mm -hmm. Wolverine will forever be Hugh Jackman. Mm -hmm. Right. Then maybe there's someone that comes along, but the association that first is always Professor X, you know, uh, uh, is always going to be uh, Patrick Stewart. It's always, I mean, uh, big up to the other dude that played a younger Professor X. Um, oh, I know. I forgot his name. He was in a movie Wanted. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Um, yeah. So. The, the, Superman, those characters aren't going to last long if they don't put in the respect because there's so many people that want actors that want to be remembered to the day they die. Uh -oh. right. And and you get a superhero role. That's your shot, dude. That is your shot, man. That is your the, the um, Phoenix, the Jean Grey from the other oh. X-Men. I'm definitely going to remember more than this girl who was hopelessly miscast. They put her in that movie because she was in Game of Thrones and she has red hair. OK, and she, I thought, oh, she, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I thought she was I really in that last movie. I love that movie. I love Jay. I love that movie. Explain, your, explain yourself, motherfucker. <laughs> Look, the score got my attention okay. in that movie. She got my attention because I was like, wow, this is more impact. And yo, and the fight scenes were out of control. I thought. So, I mean, I don't know. I love the hell out of I got the Blu-ray right there. I love this movie. <laughs> I love the hell out of that PS5 movie. Yeah, play it, right? it was good. I, I, everybody have their own different opinions. No, cool. I thought it was good. Right. I um. Yeah, I didn't. I, I like the other Jean Grey different. And like you said, we just we're just we're, we're just a meeting of the minds here on this one. Um. I just really like the the personal the being warm and personal and intimate that the Jean Grey comic book character offered that the previous Jean Grey uh, did. Right. There was this three-way relationship with Wolverine, her, and Cyclops. Right. Wolverine was in love with her. She loved Wolverine, but was not in love with her. Her heart belonged to Scott Summers, you know, and she's Jean Grey Summers. And I thought the previous Jean Grey did a better job with that. But in, in your girl, in her defense. 
that was dark phoenix she she that yes. was that wasn't her fucking role to be empathetic and loving or whatever it was to be it was to be i am all powerful all knowing uh, omnipotent you know omnipotent so so in her defense i got to def i guess i got to uh, stand with you in that respect for, because it was called x men dark phoenix how the fuck are we expected to act right <laughs> she did her job so maybe the onus is more in the direction and and the storyline i don't know then the last phoenix that i saw in x men 3 it wasn't dark enough for me you know cuz we saw multiple of other characters kicking in and i was like well we need to focus on phoenix more even though she was being the side of Magneto at that time. But I was like, okay, you got that out the way. Now, I love the fact that this one showing you the vision of, all right, this bitch is go-ho. Gung-ho, <laughs> <laughs> he means, not go-ho. Go-ho means something I, I, different I in New York, man. I don't know why I said ho-go-ho, whatever I said. <laughs> you said go-ho. <laughs> As in, fuck out of my house, ho. <laughs> he meant, he meant gung-ho. <laughs> gung-ho, that's what I meant to say. And she was, yo, she was going in shit, man. I went to theaters to see this. I didn't know what I, what I was expecting. I was like, hell, let me tell you something. I didn't even know the movie was coming out. I was just like, Dark Phoenix, really? I said, shit, I gotta go see this. And when I saw it, I was like, what? I thought it was pretty entertaining. I thought, like, going against Magneto and everybody, I was like, damn, this girl is fierce. But I kind of didn't like how she killed off, what's her name? Jennifer Miss, Lawrence. Mystique, yeah, Mystique. Yeah, Mystique. And I didn't like how she killed her off. And I was like, why would you kill her off? And, you know, how are you going to continue that? I knew, look, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to insult actors who put so much work and whatever, and she strikes me as a hardworking actor and actress, but I knew when they did Dark Phoenix, I knew that was the last X-Men movie. I knew that was the X-Men movie that was going to make them say we're not doing it anymore. And I don't know what it was missing. I did not like it. I, I, I liked storm i love the new character of storm of the mohawk because you remember she she, mm -hmm. she she took on that personality in the comic books for a little while and yeah, I thought she, she did joined the underground job. band mystique people. mystique is, is just this um, intriguing amazing character uh, um that jennifer lawrence played that's the comic book character mm -hmm. is mystique mm -hmm. um not to be confused with raven because in, in the comic book raven was a, a, a completely different character than Mystique. Raven was the one with the, bro yes. the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants that could see the future. Yes. So she yeah. would travel with them and be like, blob, watch out, this is coming. You know, or Mystique, yeah. Wolverine's coming, this or whatever. So um, so Raven, they took Mystique and Raven and made them kind of this combined character. And, that, and I, I guess I gotta mm -hmm. be okay with that because I take the good with the bad because Jennifer Lawrence is so good in it. Um, but yeah, I knew that that was going to be the last X-Men movie. And I, what I really wish, because right now I'm playing Avengers for like PS4 or whatever, Marvel's Avengers. Right. I would love to see them do an X-Men thing with the same um, format, like the same character format. Because if you can do Thor, right? And for the Avengers, you can do Magneto, someone that mm -hmm. can fly. If you can do, uh, um, I, maybe I'll give another character, Mighty Thor, like Jane. Right, then you could probably do Storm from X Men. You can do Iron Man with a Unibeam. You could do Cyclops with his Unibeam. So, so there's mm -hmm. so many translatable uh, um, characters from X Men that could easily, easily be implemented into this, the the Marvel's Avengers game, which is now um, at this right, point, yeah. at this point, obsolete. It came out 2020, uh, um, but I, but I still play it. I played it last night. All right, Jane, keep talking, man. I, oh. You got a cat. Yes. 
What you got? A I'm cat? listening. I'm listening. Oh my God! Look at that little "Don't worry, be happy" smile next to Batman. Are we did you did you mix the Watchmen with the Avengers going on there? What the hell? What, what the hell you got in your background? Which, by the way, uh, uh, as as a complimentary backdrop, I like it. I'm jealous. What do I got? I got this ragged, raggedy ass. I got this raggedy ass volleyball net behind me with creases on it. Um, um. Which, by the way, I'm changing. After um, when I get to episode 200, uh, we're on 196. I get to episode 200. This is all gonna be different. It's gonna be great. So no, Deidre gave me this as a rug, and um, I'm sorry. That's kind of stupid to be walking on Batman. That's a that's a pretty nice. <laughs> my rug would so, be my wallpaper too, man. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, I was like, I'm tired of walking on it. <laughs> I'm tired of walking on his face because I don't want to wake up. He's like, why are you on my damn face? <laughs> but for the people watching, I got. My a green screen here behind me, so I can green screen a lot of things if I wanted to. So, so this net is kind of an arbitrary thing. It's just something that that I'm doing for tradition's sake. But as the podcast be, became more than just volleyball, I mean, we didn't even talk about volleyball uh, um, as much, if at all. Um, it's like, be, it's become something else. So it's become the option. Yeah, it's it's time to go eat. Um, and me, I gotta go take my nanny home too. So burn. Is there um, before we go, is there a particular website or an IG handle? People want to know more about what you've been up to. Um, maybe plug in your YouTube handle to some of the Dark Seven Productions. Um, let uh, alert my audience of things that you have done the last few years, or any present and future projects. I mean, I hate to show what I want to show about my old work because I want to improve. Because it wasn't it. as good, right? Yeah, you were scared to show that. <laughs> it's hard to improve something when you already just already put out there and people see it and be like, uh. But there is one of few that i i i appreciate you know um one of them is called um um um, um it's it's a story where they go to limbo and the, the devil's messing with them it's called oh my god you know this is a damn shame i don't even know my own damn movie <laughs> um, forgive me old, not that's what, what happens, it's called yes forgive oh, me not got you mm-hmm and um jay i'll send it to you the full version of it it's yeah. a 10 minute clip of whatever whatever i actually used these actors it was a thing that um at&t was doing they were it was called at&t creation and yeah. and what you do you make a small uh five minute flick and you will actually win prizes and stuff you know they were doing stuff like that you make these videos and stuff but see, it made me learn how when you're doing videos, I'm trying to be quick about this. When you're doing videos, you got to do every shot, different shots. And I didn't do that sometimes, most of the time, because I did like things like how you and I are talking right yeah, now. Yeah, you were still learning. Yeah. I was still learning at the time. But now I know how to, to, to you know, to do different things. And also I'm working by my um, Apple iPad Pro, which is M2 chip in it. Because I want to finally get my hands on a Final Cut Pro, because I never edit off of that, and I want to just touch it right. and get into it. What editing software do you use? Do you, do you use Final Cut, or what did you use previously? I forgot the name of it. I don't want to touch it right now because we don't. But it's Zoom, but it's but, for the uh, Mac, right? No, this is a regular um, computer. Oh, okay. The Android, yes, Android. But um, I use that, and I do a lot of stuff. But then also, I go into another. Um, editing program in here and I forgot the name of it it's something with Microsoft 
But I really want to get my hands on finally all these years an Apple, you know, and do something. And it has a 4K, 60 frames. Yeah. And I was like, because I wanted to do something like I, I thought about creating potential cruelty, potential cruelty on my story. These aliens, it's kind of like a slight copy of the hidden. These aliens come from another planet. They want our life to be immigrants in Earth. But some of them come here corrupt. And I'm the bounty hunter and I got to kill them because they go into these people's body and they kill those people's souls and stuff already. So I got to kill them and get it out of the way. But some of them come out, but I don't have the money to show how they, you know, you need money for all this stuff yeah. to show like the makeup and how they really looking on, but I don't have the money for that. So yeah. So in I the meantime, you just, you allow the ideas to evolve and, you know, and, mm -hmm. um, um, like it's like you said, manifest and get better as it goes until until that comes into play. I totally get that. Kind of like me when they right. showed it finally when it ripped off their face, you know, look like lizards. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have a lot of thoughts of doing a lot of things. I'm focused on me this year. Um, right. So you but your, so but your YouTube handle is Dark Seven Productions, right? Yes, Dark okay. Seven. It's called Bernard Norman Dark Seven Productions, or just Dark Seven Productions Bernard Norman. It's time for you to get that website too, man. Get that, get that up and running. Mine is going to be up and running. Actually, by by my two hundredth episode, um, it's called OptionVB, um, dot com, and and it's going to be a lot of this. It's going to be great. It's going to be. Yeah, we got to buy a website. You yeah. know why? Because I'm sick of YouTube. I'm sick of Facebook. I'm sick of Instagram. Instagram and you and Facebook are now doing just one minutes. Yeah. You know, they're not going to do this do lightning in the bottle stuff. Yeah. Not yeah. Like um, you know, YouTube, you know, it's just like you can't barely do anything now because they're all about butt things and, and whatever you do. Yeah, it's it's got it's YouTube's gotten a little silly. I remember you, you, you ran into a problem with the you ran into copyright infringement on a song that you actually wrote and sang and created. No, you, that was Facebook. You, you, yeah, you weren't giving you're, you're like, excuse me. <laughs> of course, I got permission to do this song. I sang it. <laughs> I'm the artist. So I copyright myself. Yeah. Oh, you moron. Never heard nothing like that. Before. It's like, tell you what, call the guy, ask him if he wants to sue me. <laughs> All right. Call. Oh, wait, it's me. <laughs> call myself. Burn. Let me tell you something. Cut the oh. shit. Cut the shit. <laughs> now you got to switch ears. got to switch ears. Okay, got to go to the other ear. Burn. Isn't that true? Yeah, I don't you know what you're talking about, man. Cut the shit. That's Listen, not you know Dude, it was worth it just to get that at the end. Hey, right. I really want to put you in one of my movies, man, because I'm I'm in the movie as a lunatic, mm -hmm. and I didn't never finished it all. So I wanna I wanna do something like where you see what's his name? Remember he said Bobby Ed? You know, yeah. I, I oh my god, about why won't you talk to me, Bobby? <laughs> that was Lawrence Fishburne, guys. Um, Ed Harris and um, Sean Connery. That was called Just Cause. So go mm -hmm. check that out, movie movie too. So we're we're gonna bounce because I gotta get out of here. I gotta get my my nanny, drop my kid home, and you you gotta go too. eat, bro. So guys, listen, Bernard Norman might love you, but I don't love any. In fact, I can't stand any of you. So for all of you at home, for all of you on your iPads, for all of you on your desktop, who runs the world? Old school, baby, old school. For my man Bernard, the Thrill Norman recording artist and filmmaker. I'm Jason DeBeas. This is episode 196 of the Option Podcast. That's you. That's me and where's my credits and we're out come check out the option podcast on optionvb.com it's also available on itunes and spotify and on youtube under the ny varsity sports handle you're gonna love what you hear